astrology, feng shui, tarot, crystals. We've all heard about these practices, but what does it all mean? Each week, Mom and me will dive into these topics to present them in an easy, digestible 20 minutes. From full moons to celebrity charts to even red doors, Mom and me will share personal, shocking, and wow factor stories. Welcome back to another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate Wind, and joining me is my mom, Mary Swick. Good morning, Kate. Good morning. So we just passed Earth Day. Yeah. Which we... Right. Okay, we missed We're it. We're behind We're the curve little... here. <laughs> but we thought, you know, there's been a lot of, a lot more talk about the Earth recently from the, the straws and global warming and the rise in the oceans, and even just the documentaries that are coming out, like right. Seaspiracy, I know, is really popular right now on Netflix. Uh, we're talking about electric cars. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's it's just, it's really in every conversation almost right. about the impact on the Earth. Yep. And Earth, uh, you know, some, some refer to Earth as Gaia, mm-hmm. energy, uh, uh, the Romans, terra firma, you know, so to speak. Or terra mater, I should say, they said. Um, so we have this kind of fondness and this mythology about Earth. Yeah, and if you know anything about astrology, you probably don't hear the word Earth being mentioned in astrology. We talk about, oh, what's your sun? What's your moon? Where's your Saturn? No one's saying where their Earth is. Yeah, isn't that or interesting? where the Earth is. I mean, I was, gosh, I was practicing astrology for decades, mm-hmm. decades before someone said, where's earth and he's like oh my god where's earth <laughs> in a chart what what is the perspective there yeah and the answer is it would be in direct opposition to your sun yes so if you're a scorpio your sun would your earth would be in taurus right so it's just here's a theory an idea that we're all standing on earth we already know that the sun sign is what we're aiming to become Right. So if you're an Aries, you're aiming to become an Aries. It's not that you are an Aries. You're aiming to become. So the fact that we would look at your Earth sign might tell you where you're coming from, where your starting point is. Yeah, I say we, we, we should be the most comfortable when we're living out the tributes and characteristics of our sun sign. Yeah. It's not that we were born perfect. Because I know right. a lot of people like to blame, oh, it's just because I'm a Gemini. It's just because I'm this. And that's like, I find it so annoying. Right. Because one, we should never blame our actions on astrology. I think it yes. should be used as yes. a learning tool. Um, but we really, we're not born all those characteristics. We're aiming to be, we're, we're trying aiming. to grow to be more like that. Exactly. And so one thing that's never, I've never heard anyone address this. So where are you coming from? Right. Right? And that's where knowing your earth sign, knowing your earth sign will give you a clue as maybe where you're coming and might give you an idea if maybe you've stuck there. Have yeah, you grown, challenges. Have, you, have you grown into the sun sign or you're still pretty hovering closer to your earth sign? Right. I think it would also give maybe more insight as to what you struggled with as a child. Mm. Because if you're listening to this in your 30s, your 40s, your 50s, right, right. you've had a couple decades to start right. mastering your sun sign. Right. So 
I know that both the examples that me and you talked about before we started recording were both childhood experiences that we had where we were trying to break from something that we were in. We were trying to break from our earth signs. Right. Trying to break. Isn't that interesting? Launch ourselves, change ourselves. Yeah, the only, if you are versed in astrology, the only other time I've seen a method like this used would be like with the nodes, when they talk mm. about the south node versus the north node, about like right. where you've been, where you're going. Right. So if you're well versed in astrology, it's going to be something kind of similar to that. Yes, yes. And, and just, it's very easy to determine your earth sign. It's the opposite of your sun sign. And we're going to go through all 12 signs here yeah. and give a little insights maybe on what, what the trajectory is. So with that, just since we're going to go through all 12, let's jump into those just so our timing doesn't go too crazy today. Yes, exactly. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so if you were born as with your son in Aries, so if you refer to yourself as I'm an Aries, uh, your earth is in Libra. Right, right. So meaning that when you were a child, you came into this earth with more Libra qualities and you mm-hmm. had to break some of those qualities in order to become more Aries-like. Right. Uh, Earth and Libra could say there were some sensibilities maybe for the finer things in life or for music or for great beauty or things of that nature, the more refined. Right. Because I know Aries, get they get a bad rap for being aggressive and the fighters. But the Aries that I know, like uh-huh. they, that's not how their whole lives are. You know, right. they do, all the areas that I know have high positions. Mm-hmm. Um, so we can bring in that word refinement. Right. But they're not like competitive in the sense that they're not boxing. They're not like, <laughs> exactly. they're not all into sports. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of the ones that I know just because of my background, they're in the spa industry. Mm-hmm. Um, they're in real estate. They come from some sort of high, higher end. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I think their transition is going and stepping out into the competitive world. That's where the, the challenge is for the Aries. At some point, it's maybe, you know, let's just say they love to paint or draw or play their instrument or something of that nature. And then they realize, oh, I'm going to have to compete with other people in this area. And I'm not sure, do I want to? Am I up for that type of thing? Facing that fear of having to put yourself out there. So it's a transition. Mm-hmm. It's a transition for ha- having talents and ability, Earth and Libra. But then now we have to be somewhat, we have to get out there in the world and compete or lead by example. Right. So that can be a little scary. Absolutely. When uh, we move to Taurus, so your sun is in Taurus, meaning your earth is in Scorpio. So mm-hmm. you came into this world with a lot of Scorpio energy, and we had to transition into more Taurus. Right. Right. That's a tricky one. Yeah. That earth in Scorpio, because there's a quality with that about getting attached and then like flip of the flip of the switch and all of a sudden you're detached it's a very odd little energy to describe those who are are this hopefully can relate to it but you know you're really in and then all of a sudden you feel like that's not me at all yeah Uh, that that scorpio almost the stinger at the end so to speak looks friendly not friendly that's i was gonna say that they could have maybe had harder childhoods coming in Scorpio that they might have had to learn some heavier lessons, seen some darker things, heavier topics at a young age, witnessed 
you know, maybe death earlier in life. They could have seen people go through major crises. It's just as a child, you know, something about, you know, seeing grandma in a bad, you know, in a bad storyline, so to speak, or something. And they go, it it teaches them on some level. They want to move to the Taurus side of the equation. (laughs) They want, they want to get. I've seen enough. (laughs) I've seen enough. I know the importance of saving. I know the importance of, you know, having stability, owning a piece of real estate or, you know. Even health. Taurus, we think of nature out, like, walking, um, exercising. Mm -hmm. And that Scorpio is so secretive, they may not have, they may not ever share. So we're talking about Taurus, but they're earth being in Scorpio. They have a lot of secrets, probably, that they just have never even, maybe even shared. About their childhood, right? About, yes. And so, again, Taurus, they get the, the... People say, oh, they love the finer things in life. They always portray right. them wrapped up in a robe, right. like in a spa or with cucumbers on their eyes. <laughs> but it could just be like they want to really enjoy those nice things because they've seen what, what yes. earth can do or what yes. what society really looks like. But it's, it's really a great way of teaching someone, you know. You want someone to motivate someone to go out and get a job. Sometimes you show them poverty. Oh, right. well, okay. right. <laughs> maybe a job isn't so bad. Reverse psychology in there. Mm-hmm. Reverse, yeah, exactly. Uh, next, we're going to talk about sun in Gemini. So if you're born in Gemini, your Earth is in Sagittarius. Earth is in Sagittarius. So, again, most likely being born into a very specific philosophy, maybe overly so. This is the way we believe. This is the church we attend. This is the affiliation politically we have. There could have been some real branding going on with the person when they were young, kind of having to, okay, toe the line, so to speak. This is this is what you do. Right. And, of course, the Gemini is... They want to hear every side. <laughs> they want to hear every side. They want to hear, oh, oh, you're not a Republican. Oh, you're not. You're a Democrat, or you know, or you, you're from a different faith. Yeah. And there's a, there's a. They move from that idea of being totally into one concept, and they, and I say they can chafe under it. They can chafe under that idea, and they want to bring others, yeah, other ideas into their life, and that's what they do. Yeah, I like that. Um, with Earth and Sagittarius, they could have had a lot of exposure as well as a child to travel or to different cultures, oh, yes. to yes. different, um, you know, maybe having, I don't know, like additional relatives staying in the house that brought in different cultures, different foods in the house, but an exposure at a young age. Yeah, yeah. And that may make them not want to travel as much long distance. They may Once enjoy they shorter term travel because they've been <laughs> exposed right. so early on. Uh, next, uh, if you were born with your son in Cancer, your Earth is in Capricorn. So you mm-hmm. came into this world with a lot of Capricorn energy, and you're thriving to become more Cancerian. So many times, th- those individuals would maybe be, come from a more self-sufficient environment, yeah. uh, you know, where everything is, again, kind of lined up already. What's the next step? What's the proper way to do things? And so this idea of moving into a more of an emotional field Right. Uh, the, besides, the, what, what's the practical thing to do? But what's the spontaneous emotional thing to do? Right? Yeah, when we think of Capricorn, we think it's ruled by Saturn. So it could have been a very strict upbringing, maybe where love was shown more so with rules and structure, not so much the, the huggy and the lovey and the words of affirmation. And when mm-hmm. we think of Cancers, that's what kind of they're known for. Right. Oh my gosh, cancers right. love home. They love mm-hmm. to cook for people. Mm-hmm. And so they could have 
you know, they see, they saw that side and they say, okay, this is what I want to do. Yeah. The, at some point, I think the uh, cancers in their younger years, they recognize they want to move beyond, like I'm going to say, uh, self um, repression of some sort. They, um, it's like, I, I'm just make a quick example. It's like, oh, getting a phone call and finding out, oh, someone passed away. And there's one side, we just sit there as a family, go, oh, well, that's really sad. And then the cancer says, well, let's go, let's go, let's go take flowers to them. Let's, let's make them a casserole. You know, they're immediately wanting to express something more emotionally rather than just that observation, oh, you know, someone has passed. Right. And that's what they're, they're going. So, so the point is, that's a success story when, when you find that outlet. And so well, maybe I'll just make a point here okay. uh, with this. So because some people will say, this is my sun sign and I've never related to it. Right. Now, the first thing I check off is, are you a cusp baby? Because maybe you relate to the sign mm-hmm. right before, mm-hmm. right after, mm-hmm. depending on when your mm-hmm. your birthday was. Um, but I'm curious now, like if someone doesn't relate to, oh, my son and cancer, if they relate more to that Capricorn energy because they're stuck. We hear all the time about people being stuck, people that pass away, they're, they're stuck. They haven't um, descended on to the next, ascended on to the next level. We talk about people being stuck. Oh, there was trauma in their life and they haven't quite moved right. past that. So we know that us as humans, that's possible. Yes. I mean, I've been stuck in my life at the point. Right. So yeah. I mean, I can see that now clearly in hindsight, but uh, no, you're absolutely right. And what's going back to this uh, cancer with the earth and Capricorn, oftentimes they may find themselves, they may make some very difficult life choices that really test that concept of love. Yeah. And it may be, it may not be love, you know what I mean? It may be just servitude and tolerating until they kind of recognize this concept of, oh, oh, this is how love feels, or this is how, right? Yeah. So, yes, that you can get chained in. That I think that's why we're saying that there's a movement. We all evolve. It's a good thing. It's a good thing when people change. Of course. And you there's different I mean? levels movement. of change, just like children learn to talk at different ages mm-hmm. you know some people might pick up on this really quickly you know i think both of our examples were middle or young age some people might not see some of these until they're older right before they yeah. make the change yeah okay next let's talk about um if you are you have a son in leo your earth is an aquarius mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that i think it gives immediately a sense some sense of we are connected. The group is very important to the child. So, of course, family would be the obvious, but it could yeah. be a blended family, something that exaggerates that sense of we are all connected despite our differences. Right. Right. Well, in Leo's, they get a lot of, um, again, people say, oh, they love the stage. They love the attention. So when we talk about Aquarius coming from the group, that's where Leo's could be like, I don't... <laughs> Maybe I don't see myself in that yet. Yes, or they could could try to take the stage as their Leo mm-hmm. and get whacked down and true. told you, listen, no, we're all equal here. We're all the same, right? Oh, don't true. don't grab the, you know. I mean, there's nothing in anyone's chart saying, oh, everyone really supported you on this path, right? Right. This is everyone's a seed standing on their own and trying to break out of the shell. Yeah. And with Earth and Aquarius, especially as a child, um, you could have felt like you were the one that was different mm-hmm. in the classroom, in the family, amongst, amongst your friends. 
Um, and people could have viewed you as maybe a little bit more quirky, yeah. having a different opinion than the rest. But dressing to, differently, yeah. anything that stood out, that is, the, that is the goal. So there is the goal of the Leo. We've spoken about Leo can be flashy and stand out, very individualistic, and maybe self-obsessed a little bit, mm-hmm. you know. But now we understand they came out of the group. And there's been a little battle to get to that freedom, that confidence to be who they are. Yeah. Um, next, let's talk about if you were born with your son in Virgo, your earth is in Pisces. Mm-hmm. So you're coming from more of a Pisces background. Right. So. Again, probably faith, religion, most likely, or some, again, on the real low side, <clears throat> exposure to excessive behavior, addiction behavior, yeah. uh, being around people that are unstable. Yeah, that's certainly possible. Uh, and where are they aiming to get? They're aiming to get to they, that they're fully functioning. They can serve. They can do tasks. So they're coming out of this really watery sense of, of how um, do I don't say? I don't want to say lack of responsibility because that's not the right word. Um, I was going to say that they could have been just very emotional children, or they mm. could have been really good at um, like imag- playing imagination. Or what mm. is that called? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's true. And also, so when you come out of that background, you know, the child could have been forced to be responsible, to fix dinner, to clear off the table, to do a lot of tasks. So again, we, we've kind of painted the picture that this can be challenging sometimes, but other times it can be forced at a very early age. And so the Pisces has never, the earth in Pisces, mm-hmm. okay, be talking about the Virg, Virgo, um, they could want, need to go back. If you're forced very quickly in your life into your sun sign, you may have a need to go back at some point and then, you know, let's say, face it, play in the psychic side. Right. You know, I'm thinking of our good friend that we have that, you know, she really, her her psychic skills are getting stronger and stronger now. And she's touching back, back, reverting back into that Pisces influence. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of interesting. I hadn't thought about it to just this very moment. Yeah. You know, so you could at some point go back to it, particularly if it was short changed a little bit at the beginning. Well, also, they do say, like, as we get older, you know, we revert back to childlike behavior with our, our mind and our c- capability. Mm-hmm. So that would also be interesting, too, like, at a certain threshold. Right. Do we start reverting back to the how we came into this life? God. Uh, <laughs> big, big thought there. Big thought. Okay, next, let's talk about um, if you were born with a Libra sun, mm-hmm. your Earth is in Aries. Yeah. So yeah. now you've seen, we've, we've, you've heard all 12 signs mentioned already. Now we're going to do them in opposite. Right. So, um, Libra sun, earth and Aries. Right. And I think of earth and Aries as being, they mine their talents. They dig them up. They have significant talents and abilities, I would say. And because it's in, uh, earth and Aries, so to speak, they, they want their, uh, they really want them to be seen. And so this is kind of like, uh, you could say, look at me, look at me, show off type of thing, possibly that they, uh, look what I can do, so to speak. Yeah. So they are looking for the uh, Libra. So they have to look for somehow to assimilate, right. to join in to the group. And yet there's a really undercutting still need to be competitive. Yeah, all the Libras that I know, they are all very artistic. 
they're all very in tune, but they, there is a drive in them for, to be the best. Mm -hmm. And there Mm -hmm. needs to be some attention on them for what they've accomplished. So you can see that Aries kind of peeking through. That's that's a good way of peeking through. (laughs) Aries is right underneath the surface. And just somehow Libra oftentimes suggests that it's a refined environment. But then you have that undertone of Aries means, okay, this is a a civil, uh, you know, upscale environment, but there's a lot of competition going on under the surface with, with the Libras. Yeah. And I'm curious too, because their earth is in Aries, if in their childhood, they were the first to do certain things. Of course. So you hear like, oh, I'm the first child to graduate college in my family or Mm -hmm, something. mm -hmm. That could be that Aries coming through. Yeah. That certainly describes Bill. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, next let's talk about uh, Scorpio Sun. So that's mm-hmm. you, Mom. That's me. Um, your Earth was in Taurus, or your Earth is in Taurus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Which you know, I, I I can speak from that personally, as I had extremely stable childhood, extremely so stable so that's that the Taurus that yeah, ex- predictable, orderly, right. Um, uh, but boy, I just I just itched to break it itch to again I'm not talking on a very subconscious level I just knew something was something had to shake loose here yeah you gave the example before we were recording saying like I just wish dinner could have been at six one night instead of five thirty. but like right. your dad came home every day at right. the same time right it just was the predictability I just found just I don't I didn't even know it was just uh, it was just all a blur every day was the same because the schedule was so set but again predictable which yeah. they say that's what kids need growing up. I, know, I had I predictability. <laughs> I had a great sense of security in my life. But it, there was a part of me being a Scorpio that I wanted to just someday, like, okay, let's just, you know, let's get a pizza for dinner. Let's yeah. not do, you know, whatever we the set menu was all the time. It was just, so there's a case where, you know, you're coming from extreme stability. And so what do you want to do? You want to move into some huge transition. You want to break free. You want to destroy the old, so to speak, kind of stomp on it on some level. I'm curious if you wanted to see maybe a little bit of drama with that Scorpio. Not drama, but like some, like, yeah, yeah. just some like flair, like someone getting mad or yelling or, you know, (laughs) something of that nature. Like that was just novelty to me. Right. So just because you grew up with siblings as well, do you think your siblings were as bothered by this, this no, stability? No, I, 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 I hate to speak for them, but no. Yeah, okay. No, but I, I wouldn't think so. Okay. I don't hear it in their language. Yeah. Okay, next let's talk about um, if your son is in Sagittarius, your earth is in Gemini. Right. So you came into this world a little bit more Gemini, right, aiming to be that Sagittarius. And we know that Gemini loves language. They love storytelling, um, right? Geminis are, have a thirst for all that different knowledge that we talked about. Yeah, I was just talking to Erica this morning. She's a Sagittarius. And I just, I threw it at her quickly. I said this, we, she was dropping off Lincoln. And I said, you know, you like stories. And she goes, yeah, I love stories, you know. And she was just, she could so relate to that idea that she comes from wanting to know, wanting to know the details of your life and how do you do this and why do you do that. And so it's just a collection. It's almost like collecting stories. Then think about what we know of Sagittarius. Teachers. They're teachers, Trainers. Right? How do you get your information? You, you get it by hearing that, how other people are experiencing it. 
Yeah. Right. We spoke about um, uh, my cousin, uh, Gemini, who, you know, collected stories about, oh, what was going on in the work environment and how people are being treated, so to speak. And then she took that energy, you know, and got involved with unions and how to rectify or they take things to a higher level, but they need some they need the data. They need the information. Uh, Sagittarius associated with law. So the concept of, oh, I've seen injustices. I've heard unjust stories. Okay. What am I going to do with that? What am I going to do with that? Oh, well, I'm going to go practice law. Yeah, so Earth and Gemini, so if, when you have that Gemini energy as a child, again, can come through as, as an adult as well, but the need to ask why or how. Oh, yeah. Or tell me more. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. how they're collecting, I'll say, all this data then that they can turn around and use to to teach, to coach, to yeah mentor. Mm-hmm. Um, also just one other thing about Gemini, Gemini is ruled by the hands. Yes. So oh, yes. when, you know, there could be a great need to work with your hands. Absolutely. Yeah, that would be, that would definitely be. And if you're not, it could be something that you want to incorporate in. Oh yeah, exactly. It. It's the creativity, the creativity with the hands. It's yep. very important. Yeah. Um, next let's talk about if you are born with your son in Capricorn, your earth was in cancer, is in cancer, um, but more cancer energy coming through as a child. So this could have given you a very, um, I was going to say plush childhood, but a very loving childhood, a very, um, strong sense of home. Your family. Family. Absolutely. Absolutely. And also probably some emotion, a lot uh, emotion expressed. Around the home. Around the home. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, somehow that lovely environment could have fed you to want to achieve. Mm-hmm. Because you have a lot of great sense of support. Right. That's true. Um, and uh, the Capricorn is associated with the idea of, well, you're going to, are you, you pass or you fail? You know, you're climbing up a mountain, so to speak. And, uh, um that path is kind of like you have to embrace your vulnerability right and take a risk there could also be a need um, for capricorns to have to retreat or in order to recharge Mm. so again coming from those cancerian roots the Mm. idea like when i'm not doing well i might have to retreat to home (laughs) retreat to my bed uh to recharge yeah and can give them great empathy Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and sympathy for others Interesting. Yes. No, I, I'm total agreement. Yeah. Um, next, let's talk about your son is an Aquarius. So earth in Leo. That would be you. That's mine. So came into this earth. Yeah. A little bit more Leo aiming to be an Aquarius. You, you always showed off. You, I mean, <laughs> more so. I mean, you always had to have the stage. If anyone came over, I'm talking about at two and three and four yeah. and five, you had a whole show you were going to put on. <laughs> and it, sometimes it was, you know, sometimes it interfered with what we were trying to get done oh, or try to happen, you know. And you look at me, look at me, and you'd get out and you'd break out in song and dance and, you know, whatever prop you had. Yeah. <laughs> it was very uh, uh, evident. Yeah. And then even just getting into um, private school, mm-hmm. that's very Leo-like, right. um, kind of the best of, kind of right. the elite. Um, but once I was in that, then there was a real need to play out my Aquarius side. Yeah, and it showed up. Yeah, um, the, the need to find other people that misfits mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of gathered them all up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, it was just the creative. It was creative kids. The creative, the more creative. True. 
Right. That's yeah. what you related to. Yeah. Yeah. And you made a you made several very Aquarian decisions early on in your life, I would say. Yeah. But now it's apparent, boy, that, you know, that's like, oh, then that's, yes. It helps you to understand your kids on the path they're on. Yeah. Next, let's talk about if your sun is in Pisces, you um, have your earth in Virgo. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. came into this life with Virgo energy aiming to be Pisces. Right, right. This could have given um, you a very stable home life, um, could have given you an introduction to food, to nutrition, to, to service, healing herbs. Service. Oh, service Ooh, yeah, he's a big, big one there about service. And maybe work being very important, the mundane. Yeah. The mundane. You said kitchen and food and, you know, herbs. the basics, you know. Essential oils. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, the goal there is to get more Piscean-like, which is, you know, uh, maybe not... You know, generally not associated with everything being, you know, to the T. No. You know, Pisces is very much geared by some almost hidden radar that they have about knowing what direction to swim in. Think of the fish. Right. And um, um, it does, there's a, there's, a, there's a transition. I can easily see Virgos may have a, a, a Pisces, excuse me, when, when the environment they came out of to really do something contradictory to that environment. I would say this sounds a lot like your Taurus to Scorpio mm-hmm. and we're also doing earth to right. you know to water. Yes. But that your child as a Pisces, I'm curious if your childhood really bothered you or annoyed you or right. got to you or even how you described your experience like, mm-hmm. oh my god, like I want to break out, I want to change. Mm-hmm. Not that you don't love your parents or anything like no, that, but no. just that it was th- too much of one thing. Yeah. You thought, I'm going to live my life very differently. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the last one. Yeah, there that we go. The we got one. through them all. <laughs> so very, it, it just, it's an exercise. The earth is in your chart. Yeah. It's always going to be opposing the sun. Uh, if you have a planet there, that maybe could mean something even, you know, describing, oh, yeah. right? If you had Jupiter conjuncting the earth, I mean, that could be obviously a favorable thing to have. Um, but um, it, it shows the trajectory that everyone's on. So sometimes when you think of, oh, do I see a little Taurus in myself? I do, you know, and I assume you see some Leo in yourself at times. Yeah. Well, I also have a Leo moon, so I think it's a little bit, even a little bit stronger. Right. But um, just for time purposes today and getting through all all 12 of the signs, you know, we went rather quickly. But now that you know where your earth is, you could even just do a quick Google search. You could go back and listen to our episodes about that sign as well, just to get some more ideas on what traits that sign holds. Um, so you can get a better idea of how you can apply that to your life and how you came from those roots, I'll say, and how you're trying to really break away from that to become more of your sun sign. And you can occasionally revisit it. Yes. And go back. <laughs> Absolutely. But just to visit. <laughs> right. 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 Um, so when you hear this, I'm trying to just do the math real quick. I think we'll be one week out from our launch for the Mom and Me Astrology Yeah. Oh, Academy. yes. Right. Right. Um, so we are launching our Academy, uh, Mom and Me Astrology, the weekend of Mother's Day. Yes. We're real excited about it because it's it's a it's going to be a fun um easy um and everything applicable yes. meaning you can apply this we're not getting into heavy theories or ideas 
there's plenty of time to go there. But right. right now we're laying out the basics so that you can, uh, you know, off the top of your head at some point, be able to comment on somebody who is a certain sign or if they tell you their moon is in Aries, what possibly does that mean? Right. <laughs> you could say a few words back. Well, astrology is just growing in popularity. Oh. Um, we don't even know where it's going to go yet. So just having the language in your pocket, you know, more and more people introduce themselves. I see on their Instagram profiles or their clubhouse profiles, all of their signs. And if you're interested in knowing what that means, what that means for you, what you can learn about your friends and your family, we really encourage you uh, to take this course. And it's a very similar format to the podcast. So yes, if you're listening is. to this, you probably already enjoy our banter. Um, right. and it'll be in the same thing, except with PowerPoints mm -hmm. uh, to give you some visuals. So uh, that will be up Mother's Day weekend. And we look forward to talking to you guys next week. Great. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. To keep in touch, follow us on social media at the underscore Kate Wind. And to see a list of our services and our store, you can visit our websites at thekatewind.com or maryswick.com. We'll talk to you next week.